0: What is going on, everybody? You're listening to Welcome in Faith. I hope you had a blessed day, and thank you for listening to this episode. What is going on, everybody? I hope you had an amazing Valentine's Day as well, that even if you're single <laughs> and we're taking, I just hope that you realize the love that we got from God with Him giving His Son to us. It's a lot more than... Um, what we could also feel through other people But I hope you had an amazing day I hope you're doing good I hope your family's doing good And I love you Say that you love your loved ones And um, let's do this But this is going to be a little bit different uh, episode It's still going to be on a relationship topic Because it's actually about a relationship with God So like I said The love of God that gives to us As his children Is anything more than we can embrace Or feel through other things but if you do have another or have a significant other I'm happy for you. Hope that you guys are doing good. I hope you're staying pure and that um God's in the middle of your uh, relationship because man if you do if you put God first and do his commandments and his will your relationship will thrive and just be beautiful. But uh, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. So last night actually, let me let me give you background. Last night I had a dream um uh, I sound like Martin Luther King right there, but last night that I had uh, had a, a word with God, like He spoke to me last night, and um, during that topic of just top uh, talking and everything, He had uh, shown me things that personally I had to fix—not fix, but um, yeah, I would say fix. It was like correction because I actually in the dream, <laughs> the dream I had, um, there was a word spoken to me and in the dream which caused me conviction like i had conviction and it woke me up and i felt so convicted that i like i prayed because of how bad it, it got to me that it really woke me up in my sleep and you know the words that were spoken over me was don't let the enemy move your choices as well don't let him erupt your volcano and at first i was confused I'm like volcano like lord what does that mean let me give you a little reference when I asked God this. God gave me a perfect image of it. So when volcanoes are sitting still and they're quiet, they're at peace, and they don't cause destruction or anything. They let everything go smoothly. The ground doesn't shake or nothing. But when our choices hit and we make the wrong choices, for example, if we do something bad, continue to fall in the sin that we're in, the volcano starts to erupt because it's that time of destruction. That it will explode, lava hits the ground, rocks will go flying everywhere cloud of you know burning you know a black cloud goes up in there like that's the point of destruction and ask God what he meant by that and I even had to ask a leader about this today too it's the fact that conviction is correction and it's the fact that what I did in my dream gave me conviction but it just gave me a bigger picture of what we are doing as individuals with our relationship with Christ that we are constantly at a steady motion and maybe doing things that we don't even know that are sin and it hit me because i'm like man not only the volcano represents our choices but it represents our heart that whatever you allow into your heart that is obstruction and as well that it is cause destruction that it floods like lava to your rest of your body that causes you to act in a way that is not you and how christ made you but when you're at peace and you follow God's word and that's what commandments your volcano stays still your heart stays still and steadfast and holds on to what God says to you so it does not erupt and that God Jesus takes that um confusion or anything that you're feeling and takes it away from you so you don't abrupt you know and you get to stay at peace and done out and do not cause destruction and so when I was like looking at this um I was going through my notes of like, okay, God, like there has to be something that you spoke to me about this a long time ago. And he did. And it actually like made sense because during my walk or beginning of my walk, when I first got saved, uh, there was a period of when God would constantly wake me up at 3 a.m. And it was just happening for like five months. And he kept reading me to the book of Jeremiah, the book of Ezekiel and Isaiah, like, um, the major prophets. And I did not understand. Um, but I went back again recently um, actually, in December, and God gave me a verse that really stuck out to me. And it's now coming up to me, because at first I didn't understand, but it's Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23. And it says, But this thing I command, I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people. Walk in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. So that kind of just stuck with me about, like, right now. is that if we listen to God and put Him first, we are marked by Him, him only. So if we walk in His ways and His commandments, that everything will be made straight and made well for us. Overall, have the fear of Lord and obey, because when you do this and form out His commandments, and as well, listen to Him and say that He's your God, your heart does not get um, in a place or a shape of where it needs to erupt, and your volcano of choices does not cause destruction to the rest of your body or to your surroundings. So going into time in my dream, and what happened is that um, our choices even though we think they're not big or um, how small they are, they are still a way of a choice. And the one thing that had me like really thinking, because I watched uh, Craig Gro- uh, Groeschel that he said this in one of his uh, sermons is that we have a time of making decision, a decision and even when you don't make a decision, that's a decision because you have a choice to make a non-decision and a decision. So regardless, you made a decision and It had me at one point, because I was like, man, God, like, even in my dream, like, I wasn't even trying to make it seem like that, and it wasn't in my place, in my dream, to actually form out that thing, because it just wasn't, but the more I realized, it's like, it don't matter, it's the fact that you made a decision of doing it, and playing out with it, so I'm like, man, like, that is a choice, and the choice I made, it caused my heart to, um, get conviction, and that's what I want to talk about today with us, is that, what choices are you making? that you think that are not bad, but they still cause convic- a conviction because some of us are still playing out in a sin that we're trying to get over or playing out into a um thing in general that we're trying to work out with God but not realizing the path that we're taking from that sin. It's a lot bigger than the actual sin is that your path that you're choosing to go down is constantly being marked of like a repeat. It's always looping like constantly over and over and over again. And my question, like I said to you, is like, what are you doing to remove yourself from that path? And for myself, it's like, I have, to return, I have to return to God's words and realize that the path that I'm marking or going on is the path of my own choice. When I choose my own desires, that's the path that I feel. And the conviction is literally the Holy Spirit telling me like, this is not you no more. So why do you keep going on this path And you know it's going to lead down the same way? and just in choices in general. And so like if you look in Proverbs twenty six eleven, it says as a dog returned to his own vomit, so is a fool returning to his folly. Meaning that us humans or us as children of God, when we sin again, we're constantly going back to uh, our path as a dog to go eat our own vomit. And so that's the reason why we have a trouble of getting away from the sin is because it's not that like of course the sin's bad of acting out on it, but it's the path that we're taking to go back to it. So you're constantly returning to your own vomit to eat it and you're getting sick and you're throwing up again, then you leave. But you're like, okay, God, I, I realized I just had that lesson of what happened if I eat my vomit. I'm going to puke again and I'm going to get sick. So God's like, okay, then don't do it again. Yeah, follow my lead. Follow my path I have for you and change up your habits as well. Just lean on me, you know, follow my path. But we get into a spot of like. Okay, God, I'm going to follow it. Then we're walking down this trail. and we're like, oh, man, I know this path. It looks familiar. So I'm going to take it down again. And you're doing it. And you're going down that path. And you hit your vomit. And you hit your sin because you took it the same route. And instead of taking that left, why don't you take the right and follow the path of righteousness? And so what I'm trying to tie it in with this, this verse is that when God says, I'll be your God and you'll be my people and walk in the ways that I have commanded you. And that well will be with you. It's because God is saying, if you follow my commandments, follow the path I have for you, follow the, the track I got for you. The commandments will mark you as well and make you well. That your righteousness will be, will be proven by the fruits of your spirit when you walk with me. You realize like enough is enough and obey his voice. So in that time of when you do get to the two points of where you're at in your walk or two points of where you go through temptation or following the word of God or who God is and what Jesus has done for us, you're like, man, okay, God, I know what this path leads to, but I don't know what your path leads to, but I'm going to trust you and have faith in you because it says obey your word and your voice. I'm going to go where you're calling me. And so we got to follow that. And we have to go deep with that too and understand like, regardless of what we don't know and what we think we do know guys understanding it's way bigger than what we could think and like let me tell y'all when i woke up out of my sleep and i got that conviction man it was not fun because i'm like thinking like god what did i do i got to wake up in almost 40 minutes an hour to realize that man uh what 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 can i do for like in general to get this like, what did I do, God? And I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, gosh, like, what the heck? Like, uh, man, this is <laughs> this is very bad if I'm waking up out of my sleep with conviction. And like I said, conviction is correction. So when I got corrected, oh, my gosh, I really felt it because I'm like, you guys don't realize that when you sleep, your spirit is still roaming. Your spirit is into the the realm, the spirit realm. But your physical body, it's actually sleeping. It's getting rest. And I want y'all to see that, that we see things. The things that we don't see is there. But the things we do see is, you know, temporary. It's going to all go away. And there's a verse that says that too. And let me pull it up right now because I have the word in front of me. Um, is that when we follow God's word and, like I said, it's understanding, and we may, not under- we may not understand it or see it, But it's there to give us everlasting choices. So following his commandment and his voice, don't let the enemy erupt your volcano, gives you a chance to be at peace and putting God first. So what I'm trying to tie this in with relationships, that our relationship is at hand with God, even though it's not going to change, nothing's going to add or take away from it. Because our relationship and who we believe in and have faith in God is that things will get better. At the same time, like we got to understand that it's going to be a tough walk, but we are trusting the love of God who gives to you and understand that if you follow his path and commandments, everything's going to be OK. And I know that sometimes that um, it may look like we know better in certain situations, but we don't because God is like all knowing. God is all. Jesus is all knowing. He sees every step. He sees every move that we do. And when I tell you all, just listen. Listen to God's voice. Listen to what He says. Listen to the choices He makes. Because man, yes, can, I, I think people have two point of views of conviction. They think conviction is bad, and yes, it, it can be bad. But I think it, it could be good because it gives you correction. Like I said, you get corrected, and it makes you like, man, um, I know what not to do next time, and that's well like what I need to stay away from. So there's always two two th- two things to it. And the bad side of it is because like we're walking with Christ, why are you getting conviction? You know, that's not the old. You're new in Christ. You're made new. Your old your old self is gone. So why are you still walking the same path like you are doing? And it's kind of like acting out in disobedience, but it's correction, though. Because it's like, for example, going back to the dog reference, is that like when you have a dog and it does something bad, you train your dog to to not do the same mistake. And your dog learns because it realized like, man, that the one time I did do that, it was bad. I got in trouble. I got put it on. I got got put outside or something. I don't know. I don't know what y'all be doing with your dog, but my dog, we just tell her no and she listens. My dog is very smart, which is amazing. Um, but I think the biggest thing with you know time, relationships, and being on Valentine's Day is that the love that God gives us and the biggest love we can receive is what God given His Son and with Him what He did on the cross for us. That's the biggest love and the biggest thing we receive from anything. The biggest Valentine gift ever. But I want you all to understand that with our relationship, if we listen to the words of God and his commandments and obey his voice and understand who God is and the love that Jesus gives, that we shouldn't be returning back to our vomit. Because let me ask y'all real quick, man, who wants to eat their own vomit? (laughs) Nobody. You're going to have that stank breath. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be gross. Like in general, who wants to keep eating their vomit, which is foul? Like I honestly think that's foul. And it's even going with relationships. How many times are you going to go back to that person that has been playing games with you? how many times are you going to go back to that person that is constantly uh, playing, like I said, playing games? But um, giving you, f- man, Pastor Isaiah just went over this night. It was giving you fa- false promises, literally false promises that they're going to do stuff for you or just in general and they don't fulfill it. And I want you to ask yourself, how does that feel? Like, how does that feel to not get that full that fulfillment in that promise that they give and that never played out. I know how that feels. Like I said today when we talked about it, that it feels like you're getting backstabbed because you put so much trust in that person and they don't do it, and and or you see potential in them, which is like the biggest thing that hurts me is because I love, it. like I said, I love everyone now, and everybody that I've have met, I see potential in them. So when I get the false promises, it's like, man, what the heck? That's that hurts. But when you look at Jesus and He fulfilled that promise with the empty tomb, like my like Pastor Isaiah went over tonight, man, that's the only love you need, for for real. So, obey God's word and His commandments. Conviction is it's real. And if you're ignoring your conviction, man, that's a hard posture. And that's when you feel. That's when I feel like your volcano has been erupted because conviction is um that's just something else. Man, like I was going to pull up the scripture, but I forgot what scripture that the Holy Spirit gave to me. He literally just brought it up to me. And I'm trying to remember because when we're talking about it, Um, it'll, it'll pop up again. I'm not going to over, you know, overstress myself with it. But yeah, I hope you guys had an amazing Valentine's Day and that you enjoyed it well. You got flowers for your significant other. And I understand that God has given you a blessing to understand that that relationship he's given you is because he trusts you. Because he knows how you're able to carry out a relationship with him, but if you just got a relationship by the by your own works, wow. <laughs> I'm not saying that's a bad way, but like wow, okay, that's amazing for you. I don't know if you did it right, but that's amazing for you. Like that's dope for. Real. But more going more into you know relationship with Christ and everything is that going as well into Jeremiah chapter nine verse twenty four it says. But let him glorify glory, and this that he understands and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercises love and kindness, judgment and righteous, righteousness. In the earth, for these things I delight," said the Lord. So you, so you know the Lord and understand Him. Glory to Him in this way, like understanding His ways and understanding who He is, is like literally the best thing you could possibly find. Not possibly find, but is the best thing you could find. And who God is and Jesus is, shows love and kindness and judgment and righteousness to all. It don't matter. God is willing to give it to you at like any point in your life. And whoever you are, it don't matter if you're um you know, gay or just anything else. God wants God loves you and wants to get to know you and He wants you to understand the love He gives you. Instead of listening to this world that gives temporary, tempor- temporary and um uh, seasonal things. Can I just say pause real quick? After just saying that, the Holy Spirit just gave me back the verse I was looking for. Glory to God. Wow. Wow. Like that is amazing because I'm over like thinking like, Man God, how did that just happen? And this it's right here. Um I know and I know it's I know it's right here. I'm trying to think of it. Uh was it? it's in First Corinthians. I'm trying to really think of this. This is what happens when I sit here and I mean the Holy Spirit like talk. I've literally sit here. And go back and forth. Not when you say go back and forth with him, but understand what he wants me to read. So I'm constantly thinking, like, okay, you give me First Corinthians, but I'm trying to remember what chapter is it. Uh, Mm-mm. I'm really trying to think right now. Mm-hmm. right here. It's in Re- I, my, there's a verse of it, and as well in First Corinthians, but there's one also in Revelation chapter one. It says, "Write these things which they have seen and things are of things which will be hereafter." Like God is giving john the revelation of like stuff in general of what's going to happen in, in times so him getting this and understanding what's going to come which things are temporary and seasonal but what god's going to bring and who he is and what is going to happen in time is, is internal but the one in first corinthians talks about literally how things we see with our physical eyes is temporary and it like a physical but the things we don't see in the spirit is eternal so what i was saying is that it's like god understands everything that's like knowing and everything he does see is gonna happen and everything he says is gonna happen so that's keeping his word among his word but when i was going back to jeremiah 9 24 is that god's willing to give this to everybody that his love and kindness and judgment and righteousness goes to everybody we ought to learn that the light produces and let it sink into our hearts and delight in him for god is who 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 who, who like our desire Sorry for the stutter But Who is our desire And should be our desire And ask God for understanding Every time of like help You know like Cause he says He gives love and kindness And righteousness and judgment So when you ask God To like help you And give you wisdom God's gonna also give you Show his love and kindness By giving it to you And righteousness Because You have to seek After God's understanding But judgment Judgment will come When the time comes When it's time You know what I mean But all this has to do with relational relationship with God. So, yes, we're talking about Valentine's, about relationship with significant others. But I'm talking about relationship with God. Because this is the biggest love we can get out of everything. Yes, you probably got flowers. Yes, you got candy. You got uh, hugs and kisses. But, man, God is giving you an everlasting life. That's truly Love. And the biggest love, or the biggest gift of love, is what He did on the cross. And I cannot say that enough, and I'll be a broken record, record, because it's the truth. I don't know how you could pass up on something so great and so amazing that what He did in the cross, did on the cross, and Him resurrecting in the tomb fulfilled every law, fulfilled every promise. It's going to fulfill everything in your heart and your life that you're seeking. But going back to your own vomit, going back to False promises Chasing people Chasing things That are going to be Temporary and seasonal That show no love Man That is something That we got to Really think on And How I'm trying to Tie this on together Is that I'm not trying to Tie it all together But I'm trying to Like build off of it Because what I said In the beginning About conviction Is that We let the enemy Despise and Manipulate our minds To the point that We act on choices And feelings To the point that It's not the word of God And his commandment and that it gives us conviction because it's not who we are in Christ. And the stuff that God offers, like I said in chapter uh, chapter 7 and 9 in Jeremiah, is that that's all through relational, relationship with God and who he is. And like that's just the best thing you could possibly like give and get. And, and you got to remember is that in the book of Jeremiah, in the beginning, like, the, not the beginning. Like, yeah, the beginning and the rest of the book, probably to like the end of the ch- end of like getting close to, it, is that Jerusalem and Judah were backsliding like crazy, meaning that they were constantly sitting and like not realizing God was there watching them. So God sent the prophet Jeremiah there to go tell them what's going to happen if they don't back- stop backsliding. And God gave them so many chances. He even said that I will, I will repent from my evil from you. And cried, literally cried because he wanted us. That's love right there. I don't know about you, but God crying after you because you are sinning and all this other stuff, that is real love right there. And that's a real type of um relationship that he wants to have with us. And that dream I got and giving me conviction and the correction that I needed. It was because it wasn't just talking about what I did in the dream. It made me realize there's so many things in our life that we go blinded by because we're so choosing our own desires. And let me get this right to you. I'm not perfect, but there's times where I've gone based off my own understanding when I know I should lean on God. And man, it hurts because I'm like, man, God, why did I do that? I know I should have done that. And I get conviction so easily. Like I mentioned in my re- previous podcast episodes that I get conviction and convicted so easily. Like I'm so sensitive to it. I couldn't even steal a prison on white elephant. And so it's like, dude. When you tune into the word of God and tune into who he is and you grow your relationship with him, you get to the point where you don't even want to grieve the spirit because how much you're in love with how much you're in love you are with him. And the fact that like it hurts. It really does hurt. But the love I have for God and I'm not perfect. So I can't ever say how good I am. But the love that God gives me and how much I am in love with him, that's what I can speak about because Yes, I do mess up, but the conviction part shows like, okay, the Holy Spirit is willing to work with me, and that has not going to give up me and not depart from me, because it says that God would never forsake you or leave you, for He's here with you, and that is like, I, it's just the more I go into this, it's more I realize like the love of God that He gives us and how much He wants us, and what He did on the cross is just it magnifies what everything He has said to us and what the promises He's given to us and everything. I just hope that. You understand and see what I'm seeing because I'm in awe right now. Like, if y'all can see my face right now, I'm in awe because it's just, it made me realize that everything we go through in our life, every battle, every trial and tribulation, God has been there to hold our hand and walk us with, walk us through it. Because he knows that even though it's going to be tough, he knows we have the strength to go through it. And man, it's just, it's all leading to him. Because I I remember I said this in one of my videos, my social media videos that all our what, all our why's, how, when, why is this happening? All least to thank you, God, because at the end you made you realize, like, gosh, God, like you were there the whole time, the love you give was there the whole time, and God forgives you, God's not mad at you, but it, it's gonna be a point of when, when, when you are gonna have to realize that. The love God gives is fulfilling and it closes up that void that you need to be healed from. So I want to, I want you to listen to this when I say this. God loves you. God's not mad at you. He forgives you. He understands what you're going through. He understands your struggle and he's willing to work with you. He's willing to help you. But you just got to give him a chance. You got to give him a chance to let him move. And one of you guys actually commented this to me. It was like, man, your podcast is funny, but you... It's serious because I take this seriously. I take the love of God and this word seriously. And I know it can be funny and goofy sometimes because that's just my Him. Just I am. (laughs) Just who I am and how I express myself. But I take this so seriously because He took us seriously when He hopped on that cross. And that is love. That is pure love right there. So I want to say this to you and pray over you is that whatever you're holding on to, Whatever you feel like you're getting false promises in, false f- fulfillment, just your mind's running, your thoughts are going everywhere, you're busy, you're struggling, you need strength. God's willing to take that away from you and take that for you and give you the strength and give you the wisdom, give you the righteousness, give you the love and kindness that you need. God is that father that you've been missing. God is that brother you've been missing, that, that person in general that you need. But we got to stop going in our vomit. Stop going back to the path that we've been taking to go back into our vomit. And stay away from things that are going to convict us and give us correction. You know, sometimes, like I said, we're not perfect, but it's going to happen. But we at least give an attempt to not do it, you know. But I I just kind of feel like, I just got to say this right now to somebody. Like, I just feel like heavy on my heart. You need to let go. For real. You need to let go. What happened in the past? What happened with your last relationship? Yeah, I know it hurt. I know what the words they said hurt. I know that situation hurt, whatever it was, but you need to let it go because the past is going to have you thinking a lot. It's going to create a battle of mind for you. Because God wants to give you blessing, but you're so hooked up on the past. God's like, that's the old you. And that spot right there that hurt you has made you you now. And I need you to see that. Like, it wasn't my will. It was just a bad day. It's not a bad life. But man, I need you to let go for me and for God because I can feel it. I feel it. I know how you feel. But I am promise you this, that God gives you is what is way more abundant and way more than he could possibly ask for. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to pray for you, though. Father God, I just want to say thank you for this individual. That you give him the strength and continue to show the love that we desire, the love that fulfills us. That, yes, Valentine's is an amazing day for people who have couples and people who have friends that love them. And the people who are just single just know that, look, like, God, you love us so much that you gave us your one and only son. That whoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. And what he did on the cross was out of love so we could be with you forever and dwell within you and dwell in your sanctuary, your kingdom, Father God. Because your love wants us so bad. And whatever they're holding on to, Father God, I ask that you just take it away from them. If it's meant to be for them, Lord, let it meant to be. But if it's not meant to be for them, remove that. Remove that person. Remove that thing that's causing them negative energy. Anything that's going to devour their increase, Father God. And, Lord, let them get the the spot of where their conviction, they feel it. But not to the point where it condemns them, but corrects them. To becoming more in the image of Jesus and who He is and who you are, Jesus, that... We get to glorify you in every step we can take and that we lean on you and we ask for your help. We ask for your loving kindness. We ask for the righteousness and the wisdom you give. So, Father, I pray over this person that you put a hedge of protection around them. I I, I pray that a hedge of protection lays upon them, Father God, and they are marked by you daily and they feel you daily. Even with their busy schedule of just working and everything and going through their life forward, that they know that you love them. And I just want them to know that I love them. So Father God, I just want to say thank you for this person and the individual who you made them to be and who they are going to be and the wife or husband and the mother or dad of who they're going to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, guys, (laughs) I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I, I know this was a different episode, but it was needed because the relationship we have with God and the love he gives is way more than we could possibly ask. And so it just shows that when it comes to godly dating or christian dating you gotta have the love of god in order to to give love and that's where you're gonna find your peace and how to grow because if you become more like jesus in the image of who he is and the commitment of god you're gonna just know how to love each other so thank you for tuning in and i can't wait to continue to grow on this podcast with you and the, the support you gave is so amazing i love you guys for it but i'll see you guys on monday see ya